Busters, Dreadhawks, and the Jaces remain the lone undefeated, while the Teal Ninjas and RHP surprisingly remain on the schneid. The newly dubbed Warriors, Kiel Halls, and Rookie Team Blue Lasers finally break into the win column. We'll review all these games and more, plus look forward to Week 4. Orton in New England has one more week for those bastards in the league office allow Tom Brady to play. From the Microsoft Windows Update Virtual Studios, it's a What's On Joe Mind Fantasy Football League Sports Test the Maximus and Bartender Edition. Tom Brady is back in two weeks, and I am rock had. (laughs) (laughs) Good afternoon, everybody. (laughs) I'm so very ashamed. But uh, this is Mike Irizarry. With me, of course, Gary Godso, Jamie Johnson. Welcome to the What's On Joe Mind Fantasy Football League podcast, where our fandom of thousands tunes in to listen to the exploits of our little 16-team league. Hey, you know who's not rock hard? The RHPs. No, they are decidedly not rock hard. (laughs) And I believe he has a name change this week, too, which we'll get into later. That's terrible, too. But uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but let's let's go ahead and take a look at week three, a week that was. Started off, we've got our uh, weekly taco game. New England tacos fall to the Charlottesville Key Halls, 115 to 60. Why? How? What? <laughs> last year's last place game yeah yeah and he and uh, good old justin bell getting almost getting the, the star mix a lot but of course still tony romo and Le'Veon bell in his starting lineup so what do you expect uh, 19 points out of jarvis landry 14 out of justin tucker the baltimore kicker 10 points out of a surprising colts defense uh, that's all they're good for <laughs> was the chargers after all with the chargers and the one-man gang philip rivers yeah, but not not good, not good. Uh, whereas uh, Charlottesville finally getting back on track a little bit. Emmanuel Sanders had 23, LaShawn McCoy 23, uh, Russell Williams or uh, Russell Williams, Russell Wilson uh, finally got the the Seattle offense going again. He, he was good for 15, which still isn't great, but at least it's not embarrassing. He's got a bad will. Yeah, I think he's a lot more hurt than people lead on. Yeah, I think the Keel Halls are going to have to make that change to Jameis Winston there. Mm, who was that? Ah. Oh. Take a lap. He's got to take a lap. lap. Crab legs. have to get crab legs in the starting lineup. And in this league, where depth and off weeks are going to have a matter, I mean, it it might be time to drop Zach Hurts and move on and and find more players because we are going to hit the uh, off week starting in week four. You know, he would have got the double up if he did play James. Oh, I mean crab legs. Everybody's on the track today. Crab legs. It could, it could be Crab Legs Winston. That's fine. We're going to give him a good old-timey football nickname. Let's go with Crab Legs. Good production out of the defensive spots. Again, we, we talked about that some last week. Quan Alexander and Eric Kendricks, the two linebackers for Tampa and Minnesota, combined 28 points in two spots. Defense wins championships, especially in the What's on Joe Line Fantasy Football League. Moving forward, Debbie Godso and the Paris Dynamites fall. Oh. 97-90, still a good show. 90 points is going to keep you competitive most weeks, and uh, just luck luck ran out a little bit for the fighting Debbies. Oh, she was levin at Carson Palmer. <laughs> she could not say anything without an F-bomb when it had to come to Carson Palmer's name. So, so. Carson Palmer, uh, just so everybody knows, Carson Palmer scored one less point than this podcast last week. Negative one from the quarterback spot. 
you know, she could have gone to the bench for Ryan Fitzpatrick in the minus nine, so she did make the right starting choice. She did bench <laughs> the guy who had six picks, so she made the right call. Well, Gary, the question is, how mad did she get on that late Devontae garbage time touchdown to put it away? Unspeakable things happen in the household, and I'm not talking about good unspeakable things. <laughs> Pyramid touchdowns. Devontae Freeman went crazy in garbage time. Everybody got garbage time points. 26 points out of Devontae Freeman. Jordy Nelson with 22 in Green Bay's win over the the Lions. Um, Not much else going on. 14 from Eli Manning. It's okay. Uh, Nobody else in double digits. Uh, Nothing on the bench even to talk about. Uh, Whereas the Nanamites, again, not a bad game, but anything out of the quarterback spot, they probably get a win. Where the problem is, Jeremy Hill sitting on the bench. Yeah, he was really happy about that, dude. When he got the first big run and immediately scored, if I could have a dollar for every time she dropped an F-bomb when it related to Jeremy Hill scoring early and Carson Palmer's performance late, I wouldn't have to go to work. Yeah, beer would be on you, is what you're saying. Beer would be on me. Party's here. Uh, D'Angelo Williams and Isaiah Crowell were in the lineup for Debbie. Uh, he, she subs out either one of those guys for Jeremy Hill, and it is a coast win. But and, uh, unfortunately, I mean, it didn't work out that way. I mean, but that's the right decision going into that. I mean, D'Angelo Williams has racked up, you know, point upon point upon point so far the first two. I mean, for so from him to go 29, 18, and then to four, you yeah. know, that, you know, and then, you know, Crowell to go, you know, go just down like that too. So, I mean, she made the right decisions. It's one of those. They were also yeah. playing softer defenses. You know, Jeremy Hill did that against Denver, uh, whereas D'Angelo Williams was playing the Eagles, who had played well, but we didn't think they were quite this good yet. And Crowell against the Dolphins, just just nothing there. I mean, you just you absolutely make those plays. It just didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, I think if you were looking for for a fall here, it would just you just don't expect Carson Palmer against a Buffalo's Bills team that had not shown up in the first two weeks of the season to just lay an egg at minus one. You know, even in a bad week, you'd expect enough points to win this game. Moving forward, Chuck Busters continue their winning ways, 125 to 108.5 over the horror show. Uh, Ty Sam's 3-0. and We're looking to absolutely reverse 2015. We're halfway there. I mean, you can't beat that, man. Uh, Aaron Rodgers leading the way with 34, uh, finally having an Aaron Rodgers kind of week. Vikings defense. Jamie Johnson, you made the call. 25 points out of the Vikings defense. Uh, Christian Michael for the Seattle uh, Seahawks, the, the tailback, 22. Uh, so a lot of big-time money plays uh, for the Chuckbusters last week. Nice flex play, by the way. Nice yeah, that, that's a win. When you're uh, – they, they – kind of shot craps with Randall Cobb and Jacob Temme in the wide receiver and tight end spots. Uh, so that was a, a big play for them. Really, Spencer Ware only got him five in the starting tailback spot, so that's a big deal, because because the horror show did not have a bad week. 108.5 is going to win most weeks for you. Uh, 20 points out of Todd Gurley, because who else you're going to have on the Rams? 15 out of Luke Keekley because that's what Luke Keekley does in our league. Ravens defense got him 14. Uh, Demarius Thomas uh, had a Demarius Thomas week with 15 points. So lots, lots of score there. Good week for Jamie Creek. Just, just bad, bad luck again. Uh, kind of like Debbie had there. Can't do much different. Just got to take your lumps sometimes. So, I mean, this is. Uh, I mean, Minnesota. Outside of the quarterback position, the Minnesota defense is the highest scoring team in the league. They're outscoring every running back or wide receiver. Um, so, getting it done there. 
Uh, Chuck Buster's having an interesting week here. He's got to go to the waiver wire for starting QB, and so he's going to have to make some tough decisions. And it's you know, is he going to hold on to Jamar Charles, hoping he'll come back, or is he going to drop somebody else? You know, I think it would be a uh, you know, Quincy off the bench is the drop, but you know, he does have two he does have two starters out this week and does not have a backup QB in place. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, certainly see that when the waiver of transactions come through tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow yes. morning. Uh, the, the Tuesday night recording for everybody keeping track at home. All six of you. Moving forward, Seattle Dreadnoughts eighty-five, Buffalo Wild Bills seventy-nine and a half. So Zach Hoffman keeping his opening streak alive, dropping the Buffalo Wild Bills to two and one, staying at three and zero oh in the ranks of the undefeated. That's two years in a row. We are getting snookered by Zach Hoffman. <laughs> totally grifted. Absolute grifting. Again, no superstars for Zach. Kind of a down week. He got lucky, too, in that he got the low-scoring game uh, and managed to pull out enough. 19 points out of Mike Evans in Tampa Bay. That's a pretty good play there because there's not much else for crab legs to go to. Everybody in that game was getting points. Yeah. 13 for Steven Hauschka, 13 for Kyle Rudolph, uh, 11 points out of Devontae Parker. Again, not huge points. Only nine points out of Cam Newton at the quarterback spot. That's not going to happen too often. But, man, like Jamie said, that Minnesota defense is scary. I am not looking forward to next Monday night. They are going to (laughs) the Giants. That nougaty, soft interior offensive line of the Giants. Ugh. For the Wild Bills, Ezekiel Elliott, 16 points. Gary and I were critical of Ezekiel Elliott, but he finally looked like somebody who's uh, been worth the hype. But then again, it was the Bears. Tyron <laughs> Taylor with 14, Travis Kelsey with 14. Uh, that's one of the better weeks you're going to find out of a tight end. This game actually probably had the two best scoring tight ends in one game that we've seen in a while. Kelsey with 14, Kyle Rudolph with 13. Rough year early for the tight end spot. Uh, no, it's Carson. not. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> We're going to get Carson Wenson on that one, man. Buffalo, you got a hot rookie to play. Tyrod Taylor just, I mean, that, that's really about he's going to get. You know, there might be that one random game, but I think it might be time to, you know, invoke the in Carson we trust here for the Buffalo Wild Bills to see where that gets you. The downside here is Ezekiel Elliott finally broke out, so maybe we saw some things there, but, you know, that Seahawk defense is just not what it has been. I don't know where else you're going to upgrade in a 16-team league at this point, but we love Vaughn Miller, but he is he is ultimately a defensive end, and, and you got to get points in this league from from the defensive spot. I mean, average person, you know, average defensive player gets you eight and a half a game in this league, so five and a half points is just not going to get you where you need to get to. Tell me about it. Darklonia picks up win, 122 and a half to 103 over the Teal Ninjas. Teal Ninjas take a hard look, 0 and 3. Oof. That's 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 brutal right there. That's that's no good at all. 103 points, figure you're getting off that schneid, get your first one of the season. No thank you. But Darklonia riding Dak Prescott is 25 points against the Bears because, hey, the Bears. Uh, Doug, <laughs> Doug Baldwin with 22. Jamie Collins, the New England linebacker, 17 and a half points. There's defense again. 18 out of Mark Ingram, 10 out of Des Bryant. Just a, a great game all around for those guys. 16 out of the Patriots defense in that shellacking of Houston on Thursday night. That was embarrassing. Springfield had a good week. Uh, Matt Ryan with 23. Carlos Hyde, uh, the San Francisco back with 24. Jimmy Graham finally showed up. Uh, the the corpse of Jimmy Graham animated for 14 points. Frank Gore had a good week with 14 points. Again, 103 is nothing to sneeze at. Just a, a tough week. You're going to win most of those with 103 points. Yeah, that's right. You know, that, that 103 is right about in line with the average winning score. 
in this league. You're going to take some lumps in this league, and you know there's a couple. You, know, you figure 100's a winner, um, and there's nothing on that bench that you know was going to get you there. But you know Springfield's got some some players hurt, some off weeks coming up, so they're going to have some decisions in what waiver wires they're going to have to claim. And ultimately, in a 45-32 shootout, you would not expect Julio Jones to come up with one. Yeah, they they basically uh, dared dared Matt Ryan to beat them with everybody else, and he did. He did. He did. But Gary Gotso. Oh, God. We have a name change. We are now the yeah. Fort Gladsworth Warriors. <laughs> we got one W back. We got a W. Beating up on the Englishman. 79-65 over Las Vegas Robo Skull Effers. I want to say beating up on, but... <laughs> I'm embarrassed about this game. You scored 79 and 1. Sometimes it's better uh, to be lucky than good. I mean, I pulled an absolute Justin Belby starting someone that was out. I didn't know that my quarterback was going to be out. Who would have thought I had three players associated with that Thursday night game and all I get is four points out of it because, number one, they didn't want to throw it to Gronk and it was a shutout of Houston and I had their kicker. Yeah. I should not have won this game. I really should not have won this game and I got lucky. You got by on the strength of Tevin Coleman. IU, baby. 26 points out of the flex spot. That is our flex play of the week right there. Tevin Coleman. Uh, DeMarco Murray with 21 did his fair share of saving the bacon, too. He's been pretty consistent. Yeah, he has. He's he's had a strong year. Not much else going on. Only 12 points at Derek Carr in the quarterback spot. 11 out of Arizona safety Tony Jefferson, who's having a good year, too. One out of Rashad Breland, the Washington corner, but he went out. He left that Giants game fairly early. Tough play there. Meanwhile, uh, Las Vegas, the Buffalo defense showed up for 22 points. How bad would this have been if it wasn't for an unexpected win in Buffalo? 14 points out of Antonio Brown's a little bit more back to normal. Uh, only 11 from Phillip Rivers in the quarterback spot. couple of goose eggs on the board. Ryan Matthews getting hurt didn't help him. Ziggy Ansah playing doesn't help him. Because, yeah, nose tackles in our league are not going not gonna to make a big difference. <laughs> and, of course, Roberto Aguayo is officially as good of a kicker as everyone on this podcast. Zero points. This game was a comedy of errors. If there was ever a game of fantasy football to show up on NFL bloopers on NFL films, then this would be it. <laughs> yep. Yes, but hey, there's a W, so it's Fort Wadsworth. We're on the board. Climbing back. That, uh, that only gets you. Now you're only half a game behind the English guy who doesn't know anything about America. <laughs> <laughs> but you got the tiebreaker should it ever come to it. So, hey, scoreboard you. Thank God. <laughs> hey, while we're talking about winning co-hosts, Jamie Johnson goes 3-0. Tyler Hudson and Jace files briefs on Oregon Outpost 788. 97-90.5. The offensive outburst for Jamie's team. Yeah, I am by far and away the luckiest team in the league. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I haven't broken the C note yet, and I am undefeated because uh, uh, you know somehow apparently I catch everybody's bad week because nobody's broken 91 against me. Uh, We're running so, the Zach Miller show, baby. Yep. So Zach Miller late night prime time heroics strike again. So thanks to Zach Miller and two touchdowns, pulled this one. Yeah, Allen Robinson was 17, uh, 10 for Lamar Miller, who's having a, a solid year. He's just not getting the end zone a whole lot. 
Uh, certainly not. He, he, ten points out of a Houston tailback is better than you had any right to expect. He, he was the only person on the Houston team making points that, for that game. Uh, ben Roethlisberger had five, so you kind of dodged one again. Uh, Oregon Outpost, uh, David Johnson, the, the uh, Arizona tailback, had 22 uh, and then not much else happened at 11 points for Blake Bortles, uh, 10 for Eddie Lacy in the flex spot, 10 and a half for, for uh, what's on Joe Mind legend Bobby Wagner. You know, he's got two win- he's got two winning players on that bench. So, you know, once again, it's luck. You know, whatever decisions you make, because both of those guys could have easily have started over what he did. So whatever he saw or didn't see, either one of those decisions to put one of those guys in a flex spot over Travis Benjamin is a loss for me. Yeah, or uh, or even uh, over Decker in the starting wideout spot. Sean Jackson. Sean Jackson, you know, even when the Giants are good, he, he plays them well. And then uh, Charles Sims just had his week. I don't think we're going to see that too much. Doug Martin got hurt, so Charles, Charles Sims got the bulk of the carries. I think you're going to see not huge points, but consistent points out of Sims until Martin gets back. I think that's just the way that offense is. That, that Rams run defense isn't what it's been in years past, I don't think. Uh, a lot of those guys got sent out to, scattered to the winds, the, the James Laurinaitis and Chris Lawrence of the world. So there's yards to be had on the ground when the Rams come to town. Hey, Mike, did you see the cartoon that I put on show friend John Kermeen's Facebook page for the Steelers loss? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> it has a stick figure with a stick poking the Steelers logo saying, do something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they were pretty much inert. That was a bad game. I think Troy Palomalu was in that game, actually. They, like, that was how bad it was. They suited him up. Maybe they should have. Probably wouldn't have hurt. But uh, last but certainly not least, the Mishawaka Blue Lasers. They do go for Mishawaka. Double up. Over the Long Island RHPs, who have been renamed, and, and now they are the Long Island LSPs. <laughs> We will, leave, we will leave you to figure that out on your own. <laughs> the lip soft pomegranate. Peas. Peas. The lip soft peas. Peas. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Strangelo, dignified, even in defeat. Mishawaka, led by Drew Brees with 30 points in his Tecmo Bowl loss. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt thought he was playing the Colts, went for 22 points. Marvin Jones, 32 points. That is never happening again. No, no, that is the Marvin Jones week against uh, Green Bay right there. 20 and a half points out of Derek Johnson. Pick six for the Chiefs uh, on defense. 15 points out of Paul Puzlinski. Ride him while he can still walk. Just a matter of time. Yeah, I mean, again, week week six, second half. Week six, first half. Gary's got week six, first half, and Jamie's got week nine. I think Jamie's still a little bit of an optimist on that one. And uh, meanwhile, for the LSPs, Ryan Tannehill with 22. Rashad Jones keeps it in the family. Uh, The Miami safety with 14 and a half. And did anybody else show up? No, they did not. They did not. Uh, interesting enough, Mishawaka actually could have could have made it worse by sitting Drew Brees. That's right, Matthew Stafford had 31 sitting on the bench, but that would have just been piling on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, while we uh, talk about the Mishawaka Blue Lasers, we are proud to present our guests, uh, who are the owners of the Mishawaka Blue Lasers. 
they are the pros this year. Uh, it's it's a, a sign of trying to move up in the world. We've got official sports podcasters now. We're, we're trying to beat them, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a moment to turn turn the sports desk over. We've got like a studio segment, and we're gonna chat with the owners. One of these voices you may recognize because it sounds a little bit like mine. Yeah. Uh, you also may remember. Uh, Sorry. You also may remember my brother. Uh, who's who goes by the radio name Maximus because he's not proud of the family. Um, nope. You, <laughs> Nobody knew how to spell it in the ratings book. You're out. <laughs> so you may remember him from when we uh, when we were live at the Indie Toy and Comic Show. What was it, three four years ago? Wasn't it, Gary? Yeah, that was three years. Yeah, ago. It was a bit. It was all, it was a ways yeah. back. So only the only the true what's on Joe Mind super fans will remember uh, Maximus. And with us, of course, his partner. The bartender, host of Maximus and the Bartender. What's going on, guys? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll, um, I guess we'll we'll leave the uh, we'll let you guys describe what it is that you do and where we can find you and and why we refer to you as the professionals in this year's uh, what's on. <laughs> my Super Bowl. We don't even <laughs> yeah, we, we basically say you, you are overselling us. Well, your stunning Owen, your stunning Owen two start really did all the selling for us. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. Our, our parents did, did not even talk to us. We finally got off the Schneid this week, but yeah, it was it was a rough first couple of weeks. Oof. Yeah, so, you did. tell me about it. You got the uh, you got the double up on the LSPs. Double up. He uh, uh. more edit stuff for me to put out that sound effect now. Come on now. That's that's classic. Thanks, Mike. See, uh, uh, guys, what we do uh, anytime somebody gets uh, their score doubled up, we throw the Sir Mix Lot bit in there. Double up, uh, uh. double up, uh, uh. yeah, double up. There, uh, there you go. Uh, yeah. Yep. So we we toss that one in there. You guys earned one of those this week. Well, so, it's only because it's fantastic. I mean, Garrett Blunt got us off to a good start. Marvin uh, Jones. Jones was all world. Derek Johnson, we picked up off the waiver wire, and then. And then Joe Brees, even though uh, we pretty much had it in hand, we were we were fortunate to get our first win. We'll take it. Yeah, Drew Brees is going to get you a boatload of points playing Tech Mobile, even if they win or not. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. and there's a lot of garbage time points in that game right there. The whole second half was yeah, garbage that's, time. Yeah, that's more or less. They 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 made it interesting, and then they gave it away so they could score some more points without without having any pressure on them. That's it. That's it. So, anyways, getting back to the point, uh, who are you guys? What do you do? And where can we find you? We talk sports. We do it on a different level. We try to get in the inside of stuff uh, as far as what well, we're, of course, based out of here in, in South Bend. So uh, we do a little Notre Dame talk, but not just specifically about Notre Dame. We talk about whatever current events are going on. Our show, show is on Tuesdays. We do live. And, of course, we podcast it uh, on the mtvshow.com. So it's a lot of fun, a lot of high energy. We do. We, we bring out a lot of guests because we don't necessarily try to be in the know. Bring it, bring out the guys that are in the know. So that's that's our show in a nutshell. We we just kick it, just kick it and have fun like you guys. We talk a lot of fantasy football as well, and we try not to listen to our expert, even though she knows what she's doing. But it makes her fun <laughs> when I don't listen to her, and then I screw up my team every week. Such as drafting Cam Newton very, very, very high. Eighth overall, baby. Eighth overall. And Came up big this week. He couldn't stop throwing the other team. That was a solid 20-minute <laughs> apology on our show. <laughs> yes, yes. So stuff like that. That's what we do. Or I asked Allie about uh, dropping Jeremy Hill to pick up uh, Rashard Jennings. 
she didn't answer, so I dropped Jeremy Hill to pick up Rashard Jennings, and we all know what happened this week with Jeremy Hill. Worked that's, out a well. ter- <laughs> that's a terrible idea. Speaking as a giant fan, <laughs> worked out well. Just, just stuff like that. <laughs> that's a bad idea. <laughs> Who knew? I'm, I'm as I'm as much in the Rashard Jennings camp as you can be, and no, that's a bad idea. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. You think sitting opposite a Giants fan every week that I would have gotten that to be a bad idea, but somehow it did not translate when I saw him floating out there. That that the fact that I did not draft him should have been the clue. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he was you, there. He was ready to go, and I went, nope, no, nope. You guys are just you're sitting there thinking, yeah. Yeah, Jim's trying to snow me on this one. He's going to slow play and get Rashad Jennings in the ninth round. Well, I'll, I'll cut him off. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> what the so, hell, man? But uh, if, you, if you ever want to listen to the show live, you can actually do so at xersradio.com. And, of course, as, uh, as Craig mentioned, uh, the MTB show, that's where we throw up the show. Uh, on the podcast, we'll break down the segments into uh, much easier chunks to swallow, uh, such as our uh, our fantasy football report, our, our Notre Dame report, uh, which is uh, often duplicated by other media outlets here in town. Yes, and not very exciting lately. So yeah, there's nothing. No. Going on. no, oh no, nothing, nothing at all. No, nothing at all. You want someone your twenty-eight point favorite against Duke? That's a loss. <laughs> That's a loss we saw way early in the season. Come on, it's Duke. It's not the basketball team. Right. <laughs> so as you're in South Bend, when you walk out of, of the house in the morning to, to get in the car to go to work, how many how many vultures do you see circling overhead? Oh. oh <laughs> the carcasses are all over the place. They are piling up. Yeah. And if they lose to Syracuse, we're going to run fresh out of a land for carcasses. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the last name you're going to hear for a while is Les Miles. <laughs> it, it, it's a shame with the uh, the you know the what is that campus project that they're doing, uh, the Gateway Project or whatever it's called yes. over at Notre Dame. They filled in all the ground, so I mean it's not like they can just easily bury all those carcasses no, either. No. They're, they're going to have to dig up all that work. So, well, I mean, it, it, what's it worth to them? Do they want the do they want the bodies under the parking lot? We're over the parking lot. Well, see, their whole their whole mantra is stir up the echoes. Yeah. So you actually have to have echoes. If they lose to Syracuse this week, there's no more echoes. <laughs> was there any echoes was there any there. truth was there any truth to the rumor that Brian Kelly was in fact cursed out this week by Touchdown Jesus? <laughs> Touchdown Jesus actually walked out at halftime. It's like, oh no, even I can't help them. That's well, how- I can understand why Touchdown Jesus is so upset because he has to watch all the games and can't leave. <laughs> they won't the, take his season the, tickets away. The, and he's yeah. trying to give them away. But the hands up now, or it, it's basically just a shrug. <laughs> so, eh. It's like, eh, uh, I guess. Whatever. I've had a couple of brats. I've had a couple of beers. This is as good as it's going to get today. Uh, whatever. I guess we'll stay and watch some quote football i can't go anywhere <laughs> but uh, you guys certainly do more than notre dame uh, uh you've got uh, folks who specialize uh, chicago bears chicago bulls mm-hmm. a lot of uh, kind of mid northern midwest 
regional stuff going on. Uh, talk about um, you know, who, who are some of the folks that you have on maybe every other week, every third week. You're, you're rotating cast of co-stars. One of your favorites, of course, Hondo Carpenter from SpartanNation.com. He, he is my favorite. I'm not even a Michigan State guy, but I love Hondo Carpenter. That's the thing about it. You don't, ha- you don't have to be a Michigan State fan. He's infectious. He, he brings it yeah. every time. That's I'm one pretty thing. He's one of our favorite guests. And, and the stuff he tells us off the air is just as pertinent to what he tells us on the air. It, it, it's info we wind up using. We just can't attribute it to him. That's but, right. I mean, that's right. a goldmine of information. Uh, Lester Wolfong Jr. from WindyCityGridiron.com, whenever we talk Bears. He's an awesome guy. Uh-huh. Um, he's just, of course, always good for uh, getting abused on the Metro. Yeah. So yes, we, we had him on one time where <laughs> he was sitting in his car. He did not take the train home. He he drove home, pulled over, and some guy was handling, tapping on his window during our segment to ask for change. You can't beat that kind of radio. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, the lovely Ali Fontana. She's uh, she was the first um, publisher and producer of a sport uh, fantasy football magazine. We love her, Ali. She's been on with me for four years. She's been on with us since the show started. Uh, you can follow her and ask her questions at Ali Fontana. She'll tell you stuff you don't want to know about how <laughs> your team is, and, <laughs> and put you on the right way. Unless you're me, that still doesn't listen. Right. Uh, Cal Gameface Lee, our uh, our big NBA guy. Yeah. He uh, he's got a podcast called uh, the Baseline mm-hmm. with uh, with Cal Lee and Warren Shaw, and uh, they talk to all the big yeah. names, all the big names in the NBA. Uh, Cal Cal and Warren uh, talk to you. Can check out their podcast. You can check out Cal at Gameface Lee on Twitter. And uh, let's see, uh, Scott Wright, our uh, our draft guru. We we get a draft guru. That's right. That's uh, draftcountdown.com. Oh, NFL count. Oh, no, draft count. Yeah. They get a guru and we get Jamie Johnson. Yeah, we get... Uh, we... That's right. That's the same thing. And, and every so often, we, we even like to, uh, like, get, like, a historical perspective. So we'll have an author by the name of John Greenberg on. Who has been here since the beginning of time. Yeah. John Greenberg, who lives in Tampa now, but he actually grew up in, uh, lived in Chicago for a long time. But he's uh, 185 years old, so... Right. <laughs> he helps us out quite a bit. Oh, so he was alive when the Cubs won last. All right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he was in the dugout. He recorded the podcast afterwards, too. On- <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wax combs. Wannabe, what did you make of the game-winning double play? <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> he used to get not. When he had a bunch of Honus Wagners, right. just out. This guy's never going to amount to nothing. He throws like 50 of them out. Right. What a chump. <laughs> this guy's terrible. That's right. Of course, that was. That was a player on a, on a card anyway. That, now he's saying that about all of us. So Picture cards of baseball players. <laughs> We're never going to be able to have John Greenberg. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's <Okay>. work. <laughs> now, now, he, now he's calling all of us chumps. That's the ir- ironic part of it all. You know, not not that we had a big shot at him anyway, but our our chances are gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think ours are too. Uh, we're going to have to kiss some serious ass next time. Yeah. <laughs> so much for getting a perspective on Arnold Palmer from him. Forget that. Uh, yeah, you're, you're toast now. Might as well just start to just just really just start calling random people. Everybody thinks something about Arnie. 
You know, we have one other guest I want to mention that we have on a regular basis. He wasn't even come out this night because he's on the one. But we get a twofer with Ian Castlebury. Ian Castlebury writes baseball and actually works for ESPN in, in, in North Carolina. But he also doubles up and does movie stuff. Yep. <laughs> so we get a twofer whenever we have Ian on as far as the, the new movies that are coming out. And he can tell us where they suck with us without us having to pay the money because he can see it for free. As well as baseball perspective as well. So at Ian Cass is uh, how people can find him on Twitter. He's a great guest. Yeah, he's uh, one of the editors of Awful Announcing, which is uh, one of my favorite websites, actually. And uh, also the comeback.com. Yeah. And, you have to, and, he, and he works at ESPN Asheville. Make sure you say it with the, with the H. <laughs> North Carolina. Asheville. <laughs> it's, it's not Asheville. <laughs> You work in you work in the worst city ever. It's Asheville. Asheville. <laughs> eh, we've lost Craig. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow. We, first time we get him on the show, week three of the first season in the league, no, and guys. No, I'm here. I He's love here. It. He's here. All right. Good. 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 Does he need a special team sub? Perhaps. So, so gentlemen. Uh, because our fans, rather famously, they hate this this show. <laughs> uh, and let me let me expound mostly, on that a little bit. Mostly related to me. <laughs> oh God! We, of course, our our main show. What's on Joe Mind is is a toy podcast where we're right. GI Joe collectors. Um, we talk about GI Joe and and news, and we have interviews with folks who've worked on it over the years and all, all kinds of good stuff. It's, it's really, it's, it's a fine program for what we do, despite our presence on it. Yeah, and, if you're going to go to England and Denver and other places like that for this stuff. Yeah, we're yeah. all over the place. Yeah, latch on. We go to Granger, Indiana. Yeah, that's as we, far as our show has reached out to. That's Granger. Yeah, which is northeast of South Bend. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> I, in uh, Manchester, New Hampshire... Where they gave me a press pass what? to cover Granite State Comic Con for what's on Joe Mind, and then they told me that I wasn't allowed to record. What? What? Yeah, it was it was weird. Can't fault them though. Great show. That's awkward. Anyways, hmm. um, so th- as it goes, uh, the the GI Joe fans that don't like sports right. hate the fact that we do this show. We used to talk all the more fun. Exactly. We used to talk about it on the main show. And so Gary was like, hey, we're going to we're going to make a concession here. We're going to not talk about sports on the main show. And then we're going to do all the sports talk on a separate sports show where we can run the fantasy football league. Uh, Sometimes we do basketball. We didn't last year because we only had like nine people sign up. Uh, So we weren't we weren't real worried about uh, tournaments, uh, the tournament stuff. But um, and basically, we have a lot of those fans who will listen to this show because the toy nerd in them says, I have to listen to them all. Right. And uh, so they listen to the show, despite the fact that they hate football. And then they get angry enough about it to tell us about it. And they makes really hate sense. Jamie. I like that. I makes, like that. Makes perfect sense. Here's, and they, here's my, they really I, hate Jamie. I love analogies. <laughs> and here's, my, here's my quick analogy to that is that. People in South Bend don't know who Trevor Simeon is until you bring up that two years ago he beat your ass here at home with Northwestern. Oops. And they're like, 
find that guy. <laughs> I thought that was a different Trevor Simeon. <laughs> That's right, because there's so many. That Trevor Simeon. The, the, the Broncos love in that was uh, that was happening as a result of Peyton Manning. It's it's stopped. Oh up God. Here. <laughs> so, oh good, uh, good, good, good. Bunch of traitors. <laughs> Gary's a hater because the man didn't retire after the Colts let him go. Uh, no, I remained a Colts fan. I didn't follow him to to, to Denver. What was that half jersey I saw? We there? call them Bron Colts fans. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> is that I, their loyalty is still towards the Colts, uh, but they had to follow Peyton because it was Peyton. Yeah, exactly. Traitors, every single one of them. There, there's a there's a note that we can attach to both of our programs. The Bears signed Jacques Bell, or that so, you know the guy whose name I can't say. Joint Bell, he's actually from this area, from Benton Harbor. Uh, Joint Bell is more, more well known for uh, getting pulled over with a lot of marijuana a few years ago <laughs> on his way from, from Benton Harbor, Michigan, back to Detroit for camp. Well, it wasn't quite Nate Newton levels. No, but it was but a lot. Then again, what, what is Nate Newton levels? <laughs> Nate, Nate Newton was carrying the equivalent of three Nate Newtons worth of marijuana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's when your trunk sags. Yeah. That's when you're and carrying Nate Newton And then while Newton he levels. was out waiting, on, waiting for trial, he got pulled up with another 200 pounds of marijuana. Nobody's done that other than Nate Newton. Woo! <laughs> Newton! <laughs> Those are some damn fantastic brownies. <laughs> All world brownies. <laughs> They'll fit right in with Sam Hurd. Fit right in. Oh, Sam, <laughs> Sam Hurd. Oh, man. I can't imagine why you wouldn't bring, you know, a gun and cocaine into Harry Carey's restaurant. I can't imagine what would happen there. <laughs> what on earth? Maybe, maybe he didn't know Harry was dead and thought he had to share. <laughs> Well, Mike, you missed the other breaking news. J.J. Watt is expected to be put on the IR. Shocking. Yeah, yeah. So uh, pay attention to that one for week four. Pretty much invisible all season. Yeah. You knew that he wasn't healthy. I mean, against the Bears a couple weeks ago when he was the only one didn't get a sack, you kind of knew something was up. Yeah, they they really I, – I really kind of blame the, the Texans management on that one. He was hurting coming into this one. He had surgery just a couple of weeks before the season started. Yeah, right before preseason. A- and they played him anyway. It's like yeah. you got to sit your guy down at that point. You just got to tell him. Even if he off. says, I want to go, you, you got to sit him. Yeah, you, 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 can't, you can't risk that. No, not for the franchise. Like, I mean, just settle down, J.J., just keep yourself in shape, and we'll see you in week three kind of deal. Yeah. And now he's done for and a that, year. Yeah. yeah. When you're voting about your peers as the best player in the game, uh Take your time coming back because yeah. they, they appreciate your game. That, Don't try to rush your way back. Yeah, that gives you a little bit of slack, you know, as far as playing every game. You don't have to do it. When the guy that's sweating having to block against you is voting you number one, then just wait. You're not in that big hurry. Yeah, they didn't really need him last week. I mean, hell, they weren't stopping a third-string quarterback. <laughs> in, a, in a quarterback league, a defensive end is considered the best player. Yeah, I, you gotta, you gotta pretend, you, you gotta protect that guy better than that. That's just terrible. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, uh, gentlemen, we've we have taken up enough of your time tonight, and uh, we're gonna let you go. And one more time, where can we find you? Where can our fans that that do like sports, all twelve of them, where can they find you guys? <laughs> you mean the twelve people who have the uh, the William the Refrigerator Perry figure? What? No, it's actually six of those people would be Jamie, and he doesn't know where he downloads it to. That's like, 
that's like the inaction figure, figure right? If it's William the Refrigerator Fairy, he just kind of sits there. No, fr- 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 this was this was 1985 fridge. Oh, okay, not, yeah. not current. This is this is prime fridge. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is fridge in his prime. Um, he, did, uh, he did come with a Barca lounger, but that was more of a. They didn't know that was. They didn't know how good that was going to be. They didn't know how good that was going to be. And his his weapon was a football on a chain. <laughs> right, I remember that. And a half sandwich. <laughs> because that was his power up. It's like a like you know how all the other guys have bandoliers with grenades on them. The fridge had had like hero subs. That's right. Hot dogs and uh, stuff. Yeah. And sauce packets. And sauce packets. Hey, hey, that that jardinier ain't gonna put itself on it. That's that. right. That's right. Yeah. That's completely right. It's just in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, that, hot dog, that hot dog uh, ain't going to pickle itself. No. <laughs> Our show, you can get it uh, at the mtbshow.com. We're always throwing stuff on there, or at least trying to throw stuff on there, uh, time permitting, of course. Uh, and, of course, we're on all the usual podcatchers like iTunes and Stitcher and Podbean and uh, and Google Music. and Also on Twitter, at yep. Maximus Radio and at Bartender Radio. Yeah, you guys might want to check your your Stitcher feed. Uh-oh. Oh, great. Uh-oh. Stitcher, Stitcher feed is no... Why is the last one to know? Well, so maybe not Stitcher for a little bit. Possibly not <laughs> Stitcher for a little bit. Definitely Podbean. Definitely Podbean. Uh, because Pod, that's, that's Podbean and iTunes are, are, are where we go. Absolutely. Uh, gentlemen, it, it is, a, 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 as always, a joy to have you. And uh, thank you so much for sharing your time with us tonight. Yes, we appreciate it. Uh, Jim, Jim, we'll probably see you at Thanksgiving. We, we we look forward to, right. We look forward to uh, to winning the league so that we can actually host the show. Oh, oh, they're playing for the show. Wow, absolutely. <laughs> the bar has been set awfully low on this one, folks. This is we. They're planning on making what's on Joe Mind the first step in their media conglomeration taking. <laughs> That's right. That's how we build the empire. The Trump way. That's From right. Top down. When we introduce them on the show, we play the NWO theme in the background. <laughs> I like it too. That is one of the best themes. You will need Jamie to be your Scott Hall. Okay. Yes. I will. I will support the takeover as long as I'm part. As long as I get to stay. I, I, no, I'll be Hulk Hogan. I'll turn on you guys. Oh, oh wow! Man. Awesome. <laughs> but but then he's a hundred years old, so you guys can beat him down. That's for me. <laughs> That's it for the What's On Joe Mind Fantasy Football Podcast, folks. Uh, where you can uh, remember our new slogan as soon as we think of a new one. Uh, for Maximus the bartender, for Gary Godso, for Jamie Johnson, uh, have a good night. We'll see you Sunday. Meet Justin just by playing. <laughs> just by signing in. <laughs>